Shelly Martin Podcast. Hi, and thank you for joining us on the Jelly Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Rod Jans. On the Jelly Marketing Podcast, we ask global industry leaders from world-class brands to share their best practices, stories, innovations, and more to help you move your agency, business, or organization ahead. Our topic for today is how to increase your views for your YouTube videos. Our guest, Marlon Dahl, wears several different hats. He's the music content manager at Broadband TV. He has his own YouTube channel called Bachelor on a Budget, and he runs his own video marketing company called Vario. Stay tuned to the end of the episode where we find out what Marlon likes to spread on his toast. Episode 23, here we go. Hi, Marlon. Thanks for joining me on the Jelly Marketing Podcast. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Marlon wears several hats. He's the music content manager at Broadband TV, and he also has started the, uh, I'm going to call it wildly famous. <laughs> I think once you get over 100,000 views for a video, that's pretty That's pretty awesome. He, <laughs> he's also started the uh, Bachelor on a Budget video series, and I was just watching some of the videos prior to getting on. He does a great job on that. And then he's got his own video marketing company called Vireo. So we'll we'll get into all of that in a sec. The first thing I'm I'm interested in is just your path to get into marketing. Like, have you always been interested in marketing? And where did you go to school? Yeah, so I uh, I studied at Kwantlen, uh, Kwantlen University, and I studied a bit of business and marketing there. But uh, I can't say it was uh, the best best thing for me. Traditional education wasn't really my thing, but I always kind of had a bit of an interest there for sure. And then uh, you've had several different jobs. Just describe some of the jobs that you've had in the marketing industry. In the marketing industry? Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, so I, I guess I started out kind of doing like experiential marketing. I managed a nightclub for a brief while where I was doing a lot of the marketing for that as well. I produced my own electronic music, which I was doing. So I uh, just kind of dabbled in all these different aspects. Um, sorry, I also went to at uh, Vancouver Film School doing the entertainment business management program where we did a lot of like real world projects and there was a lot of marketing behind all of those ones. Mm-hmm. Did you enjoy that practical sort of education more than the, what you did at Kwantlen? Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah. It was an amazing program. Met some of my best friends, met a lot of great people, uh, put a lot of awesome projects into the real world rather yeah. than tangible things. Yeah, it was great. Isn't that fun? I, I, I have a feeling yeah. that my... My daughter really struggles with university. She's a really bright person, but I, she really struggles with university. And I think it's because it's not practical enough for her. She's an artist as well, you know, and I think mm. if she if she did something a bit more practical, um, she'd probably enjoy it more. For sure. I totally recommend those like intensive hands-on programs. And just before we dive into Bachelor on a Budget, tell us about Broadband TV, what they do and what your role is there. Yeah. So Broadband TV is a multi-channel network. Uh, so what that means is we work with different YouTube partners. We work with 85,000 different YouTube partners um, in all different verticals from gaming uh, to kids content to hip hop to electronic music. So all these different um, big verticals that we're often like the biggest in. And uh, yeah, I started there two and a half years ago, um, kind of just uh, in, a, in a sales role. And, um, we were the third biggest then, and now we are the, the biggest in the world. 
Um, and we offer technology solutions and services to these YouTube creators to help them grow and monetize their channels. Okay, let's, let's dive into that a little bit deeper because I've never quite gotten a grasp. I'm a bit of a slow learner anyways, but <laughs> I've never quite gotten a grasp on what broadband TV does. Like, are, are they similar to YouTube or it sounds like you're doing something quite different? Like you're more supporting what someone might do on YouTube. Can you just give us a good, a good description of what broadband TV does, the service that they offer? Yeah, for sure. So there's kind of two main um, main services. So on one hand, we offer uh, a lot of professional services for uh, big brands, uh, like kind of like Viacom or the NBA, where uh, we we find the content that people are uploading, known as uh, UGC content, user generated content that uh, they don't necessarily own, but our brands own that we work with. And uh, we will go and claim that content for the brand so that they're able to actually monetize rather than just taking everything down. We help um, we help monetize that content for the brands that we work with. Give me an example of that. You So let's say I produced a video on the NBA and it's getting it's getting a few views. Would would someone from broadband TV approach me and what, what would you say to me? <laughs> uh, so we would actually claim that through the YouTube system. Okay. So uh, you would just see includes copyrighted content and uh, your video. Nothing would really change except that it might have ads on it uh, now. Oh, okay. So yeah. you can. All right. So it kind of gives you by claiming the rights, it gives you the 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 ability to to mo- to advertise on on that content. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so on the on the other side of it, uh, we help a lot of uh, individual creators grow their channels. So uh, we offer services like design services. So we'll help them with their branding. So their, uh, their banner, their avatar, maybe a logo, we will offer uh, consulting services. So that's uh, one of the things that I do at Broadband TV is I uh, do one-on-one consultations with our partners, teaching them uh, how to optimize their videos, optimize their channel, uh, adjust little channel settings, teach them about strategy. And uh, we also have uh, amazing and best in the industry technology services. So we have a platform, one of our platforms called Viso Catalyst, which creators can go on and they get access to optimization tools to uh, optimize their tags and their titles and their descriptions. We just recently launched um, a Chrome extension that allows them to do all of that from within uh, the YouTube browser. But it has all these great services and tools that uh, allow them just to get more reach. There's also like collaboration tools and other partnerships uh, with other companies that we work with. that They get access to special deals. So we offer all these services really to help them grow. And then there's also uh, branded integrations. So if a brand uh, wants to work with one of our creators, we will uh, come up with maybe a content idea, help negotiate that and really just facilitate that branded integration. So who's your ideal customer for that? Is it, it sounds like it's probably something for a little bit larger company. Uh, well, we have creators of all size. Yeah. We have creators uh, that have a thousand subscribers and we have uh, some of the biggest, like Major Laser, the um, huge electronic group. And it sounds like you have some SEO type things built right into what you're doing. Yeah, for sure. So they've developed a lot of great tools for helping them, uh, helping the creators scale and grow. And get more reach and that sort of thing. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's let's switch over to uh, Bachelor on a Budget. I watched a few of your videos just before coming on. They're they're awesome. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. <laughs> did 
did the idea for Bachelor on a Budget kind of come out of your work with broadband TV or where did you first think about that? Where did that first come up? Sort of. Um, so the it first came up actually at film school, which was, I think, uh, five or six years ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, had the idea, but never really put it into action. Uh, it was just always something else, um, other projects to work on. But yeah, kept, uh, stayed in the back of the brain. And uh, when I was doing the YouTube certification program, uh, which is a program to learn everything about YouTube, um, I was really inspired uh, and I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to be teaching creators about YouTube, I, I probably should have my own channel. And I've had channels before that, but never really, um, really took one as a, on like a personal level, like just so though myself as a creator. And uh, yeah, so I was inspired and said I'd commit to one video every Tuesday. And I've done that for the past year and a half. Good for you. That consistency is really important, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. And I'm not sure if it was clear, but yeah, that's a, a cooking show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you, I mean, I only had time to look at a few videos. They were all cooking. So do you primarily, yeah. are they all cooking most of the time? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'll experiment with um, other types of videos um, or not just like recipes. Like I did one on uh, MSG, breaking down how MSG is not actually bad for you, that it's a myth. Or I just released a Halloween video, which I'm super excited about as I had a makeup artist come and uh, dress me up as the Joker. <laughs> and I filmed a banana flambe. And uh, yeah, it's just this ridiculous video. So I, I have a lot of fun with it. And then I have my recipes, um, that one that was ha- that's my most popular one with over 100,000 is a, a ribs video. Yeah, that's um, the one I saw, 116,000 views. Yeah, that one's been growing pretty well. <laughs> What what do you think made that one so popular? Do you think it was just the subject that the people just love their ribs? I have a I, one of my best friends is from um, Kansas City, and he just loves ribs. So I think there's areas in the United States that ribs are they're a big deal. You know, probably not totally. as much in my part of the country here or your part of the country. But I, I wonder if that had something to do with it, or what? What do you think contributed to the uh, uh, success of that video? Yeah, for sure. So it's a very um, popular search term like ribs, um, but it's a, the video is actually uh, how to make oven baked ribs. And uh, I guess there there was a few videos on it, but um, audience retention is the average percentage of a video watched. And uh, this video in particular had 70%. And for a video when it has around 70%, that, that's actually really high for audience retention for a video that's about three and a half minutes. And so, um, because it had this high audience retention, it, uh, it, it ranked better in the search results. So the tags that I included in there, like oven baked ribs, how to make ribs, ribs in the oven, I have all these, uh, different keywords in there. They are all ranking in the number one, number two, and number three spots. So a lot of that traffic came, uh, has come from search. Originally, I got a bit of boost, uh, from Reddit. There's an eat cheap and healthy subreddit that uh, I shared too, and I, and I do share quite a bit of videos too, and that's that community has definitely helped uh, the channel grow. But uh, yeah, really the the tags and having like a great uh, retention has helped drive that that traffic in the search results. I think you got some things going for you in your name too. You know, the whole fact of <laughs> being a bachelor and then on a budget, like you're helping people save money, and it's you know how do how does a single guy or probably single gal too? How do they? What are some what are some ways that we can cook and and save money at the same time and and eat eat well at the same uh, also? 
Totally. Trying to, yeah, teach people how to do all those things. Teach them how to make uh, cheap, healthy, tasty, and affordable affordable meals. How'd you arrive at cooking? Have you always been into food or was it just something out of necessity that you're, you're a bachelor yourself and, and you want to eat well? Or where, where did the idea for food come from? Yeah. So uh, growing up, I didn't have a microwave. Uh, my mom didn't really believe in it. So if oh I wanted food hot, I would have to use the stove or a pan. And so that kind of like kicked things off. My, my family was always pretty healthy. My dad would cook like lots of awesome uh, Asian dishes. And uh, my mom uh, would cook like lots of healthy variety dishes. Um, so uh, that kind of got things started. I worked in an Italian restaurant. Um, but really, uh, when I like moved out, I just started experimenting, made a lot of stuff that didn't taste so good. Uh, just trying new flavors. I would look at recipes. I would search for recipes with ingredients that I had, read all the reviews, watch lots of YouTube videos. So yeah, it kind of came uh, a passion, but um, I realized that eating out was one of my biggest expenses. And uh, I wanted to put more of the money that uh, I was I was making in my uh, jobs just towards more of the, the projects I cared about. And uh, so I just started cooking more. And uh, I stopped going out to restaurants as much. And uh, yeah, started making food that tastes really good and didn't cost me an arm and a leg. So uh, yeah, kept on rolling with it. That's good. So is it just you or do you have some help with it now? Or are, are you doing all the filming and everything yourself? Uh, from the beginning, I have had an editor who has been a huge help. That definitely takes uh, like having a full-time job and running the channel and uh, all these other side projects I'm doing. Uh, definitely having an editor uh, has been a huge help. Um, but yeah, I do all of the film production, coming up with the recipes, distributing the content, uh, pretty much every other aspect. But uh, I'm trying to, uh, moving on to growing my team. Great. Is your editor in North America or did you hire someone uh, overseas to do that? Yeah, he's actually in the States. And uh, yeah, I actually found him through Fiverr. I'm you're familiar with Fiverr, the services company. You can get services for five bucks. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I had hired him for like a, a visual animation gig for like a music video that I was making. And uh, we, uh, I ended up like hiring for multiple services within. So it was like a, a few different gigs. And uh, yeah, just developing that relationship, we uh, uh, I thought you'd be great for, as an editor for my uh, for my channel. So before we get to some tips, just describe the journey a little bit. Like, did, was it an instant success, or has it kind of built up over time? Uh, no, I mean, it, I I still don't feel like it's it's the big uh, success that I want. Like, yeah, it's grown very fast. Uh, like in a year and a half, eighty two hundred subscribers. I'm I'm happy with that growth, but I'm always looking for. Uh, <laughs> I guess that exponential growth that I haven't really had a viral video per se. Like, yeah, that one has a hundred thousand, but it's, it wasn't like this overnight thing. It's definitely has consistently grown, but yeah, it's, it's definitely been uh, a learning process for sure. So, uh, I didn't have, um, these huge viral successes, but I would, I guess you could say I had like mini viral successes of say like 3000 views here and there, 5,000, 6,000, um, so when often that would happen through external sources like uh, Reddit, Eat Cheap and Healthy, and that would help to kind of give that video a bit of a ranking and uh, that would uh, just help it in the long term for like search results. So like my vegetarian quesadilla, that one got, uh, I think, in the number one or two spots in the Eat Cheap and Healthy subreddit. And so it uh, it 
it ranks really well in the search results. I think if you type in vegetarian quesadilla on YouTube, uh, it's in the number one or two spots. That's excellent. I think you kind of hit on a trend too, didn't you? Like there's other people doing these types of videos. I know my wife and I have followed a couple video recipes that we, you know, that we saw that were healthy and quick and easy to make. So there's, there's other people doing it as well. For sure. There's, there's a ton of competition. It's, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's saturated, but, uh, I think there's still, there's still value that can be provided. Yeah. And where are you going with it? It kind of begs the question because, you know, you see sometimes these crazy ads that people are, you know, I'll show you how to make, how I made a million dollars on YouTube and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is event- that one eventually of your, I'll get that. <laughs> is, seriously though, is that one of your objectives is to monetize it and, and to, uh, to make some money from it? Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely looking to turn it into a business. Um, still a business that, uh, provides great value. Um, I want to, essentially build a, a movement like to teach more people how to be how to be healthy um i see myself i think uh, next year i'm going to get a nutrition certificate and just kind of help the credibility of the channel and increase my own knowledge more things to teach but uh really i, I just want to educate a lot more people on food and health so uh there will be more more recipes there will be um programs i'm looking to develop uh, a couple ebooks. I know it's a saturated market, but just stuff that I can give out for free that people can have on their phones when uh, when they're cooking um, uh, an app. So yeah, definitely things that I'm looking to do with uh, Bachelor on a Budget. More some sponsored content of brands that I believe in. There, there's a lot of um, things that I can do with this channel now that uh, I've kind of built up an audience. Um, it, it's just putting that into action. All those all those pieces. I like that. I mean, I think it's really needed and it's kind of one of my passions as well as eating healthy and, you know, there's an obesity epidemic going on and it doesn't need to be that way. You know, if we just took the time to cook a little bit, <laughs> it would, that's Absolutely. one of the, that's one of the things, isn't it? That's one of the solutions to the people being overweight is just taking the time to, to cook some healthy meals. For sure. And just being educated uh, that maybe sugar isn't the greatest thing for us. Exactly. <laughs> just yeah. all the, all these different aspects that we just uh, think, we think that some things are healthy or not so bad, but really they're actually quite detrimental to our health or uh, just, yeah, more people need to eat vegetables, fruits and vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> well, for sure. Well, and great. they don't need to taste terrible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it'll be fun to follow along and um, you're off to a great start and you're doing, doing a great job. With, with your background, I wonder if maybe you have some tips for us on how to market our videos and, and get them out there and increase our reach. Do you have a few things that you could, you could share with us? Yeah, for sure. So on YouTube, uh, you got to make sure you actually set up all, all of the different avenues. So, uh, there is things like your, your channel banner. You'll want to make sure that set up often. I see channels, uh, even with a couple thousand subscribers that don't have that set up, uh, your avatar enabling a custom layout on YouTube that's enables you to like curate all, all your playlists, which I also recommend using when you release a video, make sure you are properly optimizing it with relevant uh, keywords. So don't try and uh, don't try and trick the algorithms by uh, putting in trending topics that doesn't work. It may have worked five years ago, um, but YouTube is very much based on audience retention and watch time and not so much views like before you could spam um a hundred thousand views and then your video would just be always in the most popular for specific searches 
Uh, but now it's all about audience retention and watch time. So watch time being the total minutes uh, that are watched and audience retention, the average percentage of people sticking on your video. So you want to have really engaging content. So you don't want to make it too long or too short. You want to make it as long as people are engaged on YouTube. But yeah, in addition to optimizing your tags, you want to optimize your title and description, have something that's both interesting um, to click on, yet it also has like a, a main uh, search term that uh, you want to potentially rank for. Uh, in your description, there f- those first few lines are actually quite important for metadata. So you want to have a couple of those important keyword, those main keywords that uh, are in your title and your uh, tag. So it just kind of reinforces that this is what uh, this video is actually about. And sharing that video, you'll want to um, share that externally, but to only on like credible sources, like don't try and buy fake views, um, share it with your Facebook audience, share it with your uh, other social platforms, share it on Reddit. Um, distributions uh, is probably the toughest. Um, you can also, as a brand, I think it's also very smart to use paid ads uh, to reach your, con- unless you're providing like really amazing content that's already kind of ranking. Um, it, it's going to take a lot longer to organically build. And I think you should still try and build organically. But uh, if you uh, have someone helping you out with those those ads, like you can really target and reach your, your customers a lot easier. But I don't really recommend that if you are more of a creator, just uh, trying to grow a channel. Um, but more so if, if you're a brand and you have a product that you're actively looking to promote. But first you provide value, then get them in a funnel. So I want to back up a little bit. You've mentioned Reddit a couple times. Like how do you use Reddit? My understanding of Reddit is that um, it's more of kind of a, a discussion platform and that people get a little bit upset if you're on there and you're you're self-promoting so how, how do you use reddit to to promote your videos or to totally talk about your so uh <laughs> yeah it, it's a even me speaking about it now it's it's a very uh it's a very fine line um there there's definitely strict self-promotion policies there um i think you can only promote uh like 10 percent of your own contents and uh, so I've featured a lot of, I've shared a lot of other people's content, but when I share my videos um, and others, I make sure to uh, always, I, I pretty much respond back to every comment. Um, and in some of them, there's like hundreds of comments. Um, so any, any meaningful content comment and uh, really just trying to provide as much, much value as I can uh, there because there's, there's people who are looking, uh, to, uh, to learn about it. And if I'm sharing, I, I feel like I should be and getting like those views, uh, that I should be giving back. And really, I, I'm not trying to sell, sell them something in, in that content. I'm trying to provide value to, to these people. So I uh, don't think of it as like, you can just put your product on Reddit and, uh, all of a sudden your, your product's going to go viral. Um, it, it's a very tricky, tricky one and you mentioned keywords as well my understanding is that on youtube that keywords still work you said that key you know make sure that your keywords are are relevant so the wording and that sort of stuff still works in the sense that on websites google you you really can't trick google anymore right but 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 keywords still work in a sense on youtube you know what i'm trying to say like i'm not i'm not i'm not asking the question very well but you Maybe you can help me out with that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, you, 
you really can't trick Google anymore. Um, <laughs> they're, they're pretty smart. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, in terms of keywords, it, it's not the hugest factor. Um, but when you're first starting out and uh, when you first release a video, tagging is pretty important. But uh, yeah, I was saying that you should tag it with very relevant terms. So uh, like the how to make uh, ribs in the oven video, you want to put it in, you want to think of it as a reverse search result. So what would people type in to find this video? So that can be very longer, long form tags like make ribs in the oven, how to make ribs in the oven, oven baked ribs. So I think I have like 20 different tags on there that all kind of reflect that. And then once you have like the very specific tags, you can kind of go into like the more broad ones. Uh, like cooking or ribs, which is very, uh, very popular search term, obviously, or recipe, like very broad ones. And that will just help YouTube identify what kind of like content is because you don't want, uh, what you don't want is YouTube not to know what, uh, what type of content is. Otherwise it won't show up in your suggest, in suggested video because it won't autoplay. Um, it won't show up in search results. So yeah, giving it the appropriate metadata is very important. Because what the people that are listening to this probably realize that because like, we're speaking to marketers, but that YouTube is the second biggest search engine on the planet, right? So, mm. um, yeah, so people are searching for stuff. They're probably searching for how-to kind of stuff. I mean, I I had a car, uh, or I still have it, and and I needed some some help on on a uh, changing a just changing the battery and doing some other things, and I found all of the information on YouTube. So. Uh, just, for by, sure. just by searching for that kind of thing. So the, everything you can imagine can be searched for on YouTube and you can find help if you want it. Definitely. It's an amazing, amazing education platform. And I, I didn't used to uh, subscribe to channels like that wasn't really my thing. But uh, since working at BBTV, like YouTube is like I, I subscribe to lots of amazing marketers uh, like Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, so there, there's tons to learn on YouTube. Um, and uh, there's like almost almost too much, but what is great about that is rather than uh, being rather than just trying to absorb like every bit of information, uh, it's awesome to like you said, kind of like the just in time learning model of okay, I need to know how to do this now. Go search YouTube, and there's 12 videos teaching you how to do it. Exactly. Yeah, it was the it was the main fuse that I blew on my car, so it was really difficult to get to. <laughs> uh-huh. There was a there was a video specifically for a Mazda Protege and the year of my car that and and it showed how to change the fuse on that car. So incredible. how perfect is that? <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, good stuff. Thanks for sharing those tips, and you know, congratulations on your success. And uh, I'm sure you're gonna. I I think it's just gonna continue to grow. So it'll be fun to watch. Thank you. Yeah. So there's some questions that we ask everybody on the Jelly Marketing co- uh, Podcast. I just want to dive into those right now. And okay. um, just so you know, the answer to this first question doesn't have to be jelly. <laughs> <laughs> but because we're the Jelly Marketing Podcast, what do you like to spread on your toast? Ooh, uh, first thought was Nutella, but I'm going to say avocado and an egg. Good healthy answer. That's what the bachelor yeah. on a budget should answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whole whole wheat toast. <laughs> A lot less, a lot less carbs than the, than the <laughs> Nutella, right? <laughs> For sure. And uh, what do you do to handle stress? Ooh, um, lots of things: exercise, meditate. I use the Headspace app. Um, I'm doing. Uh, it's called the Persistence, where I'm trying to do different, uh, get into different habits. But yeah, I've been meditating for the past, uh, I think, uh, 
33 days in a row um, and many in between, but uh, yeah, missed a day in one of those, but yeah, meditation and exercise. Excellent. Good for you. And are you an iPhone or Android person? Um, I'm an iPhone person, but not a Mac person. <laughs> okay. You use a PC. Okay, right on. Yeah. And uh, do you have a favorite app on your iPhone? Lots of favorite apps, but uh, one of them is Trello. I manage uh, all my personal projects on Trello. It's like great uh, visual project management. It's not like super complicated. I've, I've used all of uh, the big project management platforms, but Trello is just like perfect for me. And do you have a favorite life or business hack to share? Some sort of shortcut or loophole or just something that makes your life a little bit easier? Ooh, yeah. I love shortcuts. <laughs> life hacks. <laughs> Caffeine and theanine. I, uh, I don't drink coffee anymore. I don't buy it. Uh, that's bachelor on a budget. Save a lot of money by, uh, stopping to buy, buying, uh, buying coffee. Uh, still occasionally if I'm out for a meeting, but, uh, most days I take, uh, caffeine supplements. It's like, uh, 200 milligrams of caffeine. That's about the size of a coffee and L-theanine. It's a green tea extract. And in combination, they, it works very well. Like a, it's like a brain supplement to nootropic and, uh, it's, it puts you in a very calm, focused state. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's like definitely my personal hack. (laughs) I love how you're carrying this budget and saving money theme through the whole interview. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. More money that I can put towards more videos, (laughs) projects. Great. You keep giving us tips on how to save money. That's, that's excellent. (laughs) Awesome. And I know there's lots to choose from, but I'm just wondering, just for the purposes of this interview, if there's a cause or nonprofit that's near and dear to you. I don't have a specific nonprofit in mind, but uh, as a cause, I strongly believe in the education of food, nutrition, exercise, and health. I think health is our greatest asset as an individual and and society. And Marlon, just thanks so much for joining us tonight. You gave us some great some great tips. It was really intriguing for me to hear about your your journey and what you're doing there on on YouTube and um, and that you're out to help you're out to help us save money and to become more healthy. What's, yeah, for sure. What's what's the best way to get in touch with you? Email me at uh, doll.marlon at gmail.com. D-O-L-L dot M-A-R-L-O-N at gmail.com. That's my personal email, so uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Marlon. Okay, thank you so much, Ron. Well, thanks again to Marlon Dahl for joining us on episode 23 of the Jelly Marketing Podcast. If you'd like to check out some of the links and show notes from this episode, go to the Jelly Marketing Podcast page at jellymarketing.com and you'll find us under the blog tab of the website. Also, be sure and check us out on iTunes and leave a comment and a rating. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. You can fly This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.